This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Helena City Commission on Monday selected Andy Shirtliff to fill a vacant commission seat. The vote was four to nothing, despite Commissioner Sean Logan's support for Troy McGee, the other finalist. The seat was vacated by Eric Fever, who died of natural causes in June. It will be filled by Shirtliff until January 1st of 2024. Shirtless is a business engagement specialist at the Montana Department of Labor and Industry. One of his prior stops has been at the U.S. Small Business Administration. Helena Mayor Wilmot Collins said both Shirtliff and McGee, quote, are capable and would make a great commissioner. In remarks after the vote, Shirtliff said, I look forward to working with you all. I thank the other applicants, the 12 citizens who stood up and put their name in a hat. Thanks to former Police Chief McGee, you served our city honorably. Thank you for the citizens of Helena and thank you to my wife. He then added, it is not lost on me the position I'm in and the shoes we're being asked to fill. Commissioner Fever, Eric, was someone I admired. He left big shoes to fill and a legacy not just to strive for, but to build off of. I miss him, and I hope to do as good as he would have done, and I hope to make him proud. Changes in the circumstances in which children can be removed from their homes will be proposed at the Montana Legislature come January. The bill passed a vote out of committee yesterday, but only by a 6-4 vote. The more significant change proposed in the bill would require Child Protective Services caseworkers to obtain a warrant before removing a child unless the child is, quote, likely to experience sexual abuse or serious bodily injury in the time it would take to obtain a warrant. Also, children will be provided a public defender to represent their interests in court, and the time between an emergency removal and a court proceeding would be cut from five days to 72 hours. The Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services, which oversees CPS, objected to restricting the agency's ability to remove a child from a potentially dangerous home. Democratic Representative Ed Staffman and Republican Senator Chris Fidel ultimately voted against the committee bill because of a requirement that law enforcement accompany the CPS worker during a removal. According to the bill's language, the removal would have to be delayed if a law enforcement officer wasn't available to take part in the removal. Fridell said in his district of Billings, law enforcement is often running from call to call and might not be available for some time. Representative Jennifer Carlson, the Republican from Manhattan, said her correspondence with law enforcement about the provision compelled her to keep the measure in the bill. A sergeant at the Montana State Prison identified by a watchdog group to have ties to a prominent white nationalist in Butte no longer works at the prison, according to state officials. A Montana Human Rights Network report in April connected Kelly Chambers to Ron McVan, 
who himself has been associated with some violent anti-Semitic figures. After the report, Chambers went online making several statements related to his work that were disputed by prison officials. Chambers' lawyer had determined that the Montana Human Rights Network report was baseless, although the Department of Corrections never issued an opinion on the report. Chambers also claimed to have been educated through his prison job on the history of David Lane, another white nationalist. That education, Chambers said, included what Lane did and did not do. The department said information about Lane was not part of the DOC curriculum for correctional officers. The Department of Corrections said Tuesday that Chambers' employment at the prison ended May 12th. A spokesman for the department declined to release any further information, citing personnel policy. Attorneys for some Montanans who want to change the gender on their birth certificate say the state of Montana is intentionally ignoring a judge's order and is pushing ahead, making rules which violate that Yellowstone County District Court injunction. In 2021, the Montana legislature passed a law that revised how gender markers on birth certificates could be changed. Prior to the legislation, Montanans could change the gender designation on a birth certificate by filling out a form. However, lawmakers added requirements of a court order and an unspecified medical procedure to amend a birth certificate. The transgender community, along with many others, testified against the legislation, saying the law misunderstands the process, creates confusion when it comes to identification documents, and puts resident safety at risk. Moses originally introduced a temporary injunction against the law, and most believe that the former procedure of the one-page form would resume. However, not long after the injunction went into effect, residents reported that the state was ignoring the order. The state of Montana then issued an emergency rule to create a new system of changing the gender marker, arguing that Moses' order had essentially wiped off all laws on the subject, leaving a legal vacuum. The plaintiffs, represented by the American Civil Liberties Union, argue that the and its legal interpretation are wrong. Meanwhile, attorneys for the plaintiffs, which include two transgender Montanans, argue that the DPHHS decision to thwart the court order puts their clients at risk. Quote, defendants cannot continue to circumvent the preliminary injunction order by unlawfully creating alternative policies or rules that cause or even exacerbate the exact harm the preliminary injunction was meant to prevent. That's according to attorneys for the ACLU. They are asking Moses to rule that the Department of Public Health and Human Services has violated the court order by the temporary rule and order the state to return to the one-page change form it previously employed. Quote, an emergency rule may only be promulgated in circumstances that constitute an existing imminent peril to the public health, safety, or welfare that cannot be averted or remedied by any other administrative act. That's according to attorney Akila Lane, 
of the ACLU of Montana. Quote, the temporary rule falls far short of that standard. There was and is no imminent peril to the public health, safety, or welfare, and DPHHS has never identified any such peril. Both sides will go before Judge Michael Moses on September 15th. Fisheries around Montana will be hosting open houses to discuss Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks proposed fishing regulations before their October 20th meeting. That's according to an FWP press release. Proposed regulations include a mandatory catch and keep for northern pike on Lake Mary Ronan near Polson. According to the release, northern pike were illegally introduced into Lake Mary Ronan, leading to concerns they could adversely impact the other sport fish in the lake, as well as the state's broodstock for kokani salmon. Another proposal would add a bow fishing season for Chinook salmon on Fort Peck Reservoir. FWP says that change would increase diversity of opportunity on the reservoir. There are also proposals addressing both the transfer and use of crawfish as bait, including one proposal that would limit the transport of live crawfish within the Western Fishing District. FWP has a total of 42 regulation proposals out for public comment through September 22nd. They may be found on the FWP's website. If you need to hear this report again, please check our podcast on the Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.